Predictions. We almost at the finals. We got Celtics in Miami and LA and Denver. Who you got? Who you got coming out? I mean, it's a little unfair right now. We got yeah. Lakers down 3 0. We down 3 0. We got Miami. Are they up 3 0? They're not up 3 0. They up 2 0. 2 0. 2 0. Uh. What did I predict? Nuggets, Celtics? I don't even know what I predicted. I think honestly. we just picked two out of the East and two out of the West. So I think you picked. Uh, I picked Celtics, Sixers, probably. Yeah, or Celtics. did I pick the Bucks? I might have picked the Bucks. You might have picked the Bucks. Either way, my prediction shot probably on both <laughs> sides. Um, yeah. Well, not both sides because I think I chose the Lakers and somebody. Yeah. I might have chose the Suns, too. No, I think I chose the Suns. You chose uh Dang. I Warriors? Think, yeah. No, 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 no. Lakers I, and Yeah, Lakers and somebody. Who else was in the the West that was doing good? I don't even remember. Well we got left. Um if I was predicting on how people are playing exactly at this moment, the Nuggets should run away with it. With the two time MVP Jokic going on a historic run. So Yeah. Uh I have all signs going towards Nuggets right now. What I'm going to pick Miami. They, Why not? They just playing so good. Jimmy is unstoppable. I don't know if they can keep doing that against Denver. Denver got so many weapons. But I'm going to just go with Miami. i like to see it happen. Did you catch the fight last night? Huh? Did you catch the fight last night? I did catch the fight. Uh, it's probably why I'm – yeah, catch the fight. It was pretty good. Uh, Devin Haney won by decision. You know, it was a decision. It was a good fight, though. Lomachenko was he, – he left it all out there. Devin definitely had the – I don't know what, what his approach was. He took, I'm going to say, 60% of the shots he landed was body shots. And attempted was body shots. Not saying they bad. It was just he – he was supposed to – he taller than Lomachenko, so the goal was to, like, use your reach and your distance to, like, tag him and not get tagged. He was getting tagged. Sure. Devin was getting tagged? Devin was getting tagged. I just well, saw – I didn't see highlights. I just saw the end where they raised a hand. Of course, his name Lomachenko. Face mm-hmm. looked way worse than Haney's for yeah, whatever well, reason. I mean, he also white, too. So. Touche. But, yeah, that happened to us, man. Well, welcome back to another ZTC Zen Trap Chat. I'm one of your two hosts, Zen P. Yogi LG. The mission here at the Zen Trap Podcast is to continuously seek. To inspire and empower listeners to continuously seek internal peace to maximize their your personal, personal potential. potential. All of that. Yogi LG, what we got for today? All right, so today, um, just kind of wanted to chat with you, honestly. Uh, we want to kind of talk about the theme of the month is parenting, parental relationships or uh, your relationships with your parents. And we both are not parents yet, but definitely wanted to ask you some questions. Huge about- disclaimer, we are not parents. <laughs> no kids. No kids, zero kids. Uh, but kind of wanted to talk about, like, what what are some things that you feel like you're gonna do
do as a parent or like what is let's start with this one what's something that you feel like generation general generationally whew, that's a tough one that uh, word lomachenko you over there <laughs> uh generation generationally are you going to kind of stop uh what's one thing that you don't want to pass down to your kids um I think we mentioned that before. I yeah. I don't want my kids to feel like I was never young. I never made mistakes. I never did like the version that they see of me at whatever age it is cuz clearly I'm going to be older. I don't want them to feel like I was not young once. I did not go through some of the things that they're going through. So I would like for them to be able to relate with me. Um still we have mutual respect going both ways, but I give that to just people in general. So give them respect to show that uh, respect is both a two-way street. And I would like for them, again, to not feel like it don't matter really. Nah, I ain't gonna say it don't matter how they feel because that's how we were raised. But um, I want them to to be able to tell me anything and, and also know at the same time it's still uh, repercussions for your actions you still gonna be held accountable for things just like i expect myself to be held accountable for things now as far as what the punishment is and stuff that's all negotiable and stuff and not negotiable but that's all gonna be determined as i get older and what me and my partner decide to do but uh ultimately i want the relationship to be one where we can communicate really well and talk about things that they're going through and they can see that even people as adults, we are going through things as well, and it's not just, I guess, some facade. What about you? Um, mine is, is it's pretty close to that. Uh, I want that, obviously, my, my mom was very open with me, so we could kind of talk. It was definitely a hard line, though. Like, my mom was very firm on, I'm not your friend. And I think I kind of want my, my child to feel that level of, uh, I'm not going to say friendship, but just like, I got your back. You got mine, and we we in this together. We going through life together. We just at different stages in our journey, and so I kind of want my my child to feel that uh, realness of, hey, I'm gonna make mistakes. You gonna make mistakes. This is your journey in life right now. This is where I'm at in life. We here to support each other. Um, I want to create that uh, connection where it almost feels like friends in a way, uh, but to know, you know, the respect thing is is there i need you got to respect me because i'm helping guide you through you through this point in your life it's only reason i'm doing that is because you just can't make your decisions yourself yeah i i think well i got a question because i think what's popular right now a lot of people are using the word soft parenting so how do you how do you feel about soft parenting general parenting and if quote unquote, it doesn't work. However you define that by it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's not working out for this particular child. Mm -hmm. What would you go to then? Would you go to back to beatings then? Or would you go to some other form of discipline? Like what happens if hypothetically soft parenting isn't working for your child or one of your children? Um, I think there are certain children that don't respond to certain things, so I can't agree how a situation like that could happen. Um, I think, again, not a parent yet, so this is a huge disclaimer. I just think 
ultimately there are methods outside of um whooping your kids that can create that same feeling and fear of respect um some kids just gonna be bad some kids you can whoop yeah what's some of those methods what's some of those methods uh yeah just for example uh i'm big on like uh punishment in the sense of like uh i you can always take away something, right? Kids attach to different things. But I'm also big on, like, the punishments of, of like, sitting with your thoughts. So I'm a, I'm a big, like, timeout person. And now that you're in timeout, you probably got to, like, we really about to put some thought into what you what you feeling. And, like, now you got to have this conversation. <laughs> like, hey, what am I feeling? Like, what am I going to... I would have thought timeout was a part of soft parenting. You standing in the corner. I mean... It is. I guess it is. I'm I'm also a fan of like physical punishment. So like you gotta sit in the wall squat for mm, okay. an hour or something. Like holding books to the side, hands up in the air, uh, those type of things. I like I don't mind saying, Hey, I can sit, I will send you to boarding school. Like you will get out of here. If you get, like I, your life is too plush. I'm sure my child's life is gonna be very plush. And so if you talk are, your shit. <laughs> if you are ungrateful for this situation and you cannot adapt to this gentle parenting style, we can put you in some other situations where you don't even gotta deal with this kind of stuff. I I'm cool with that. Now, you know, obviously if my partner not cool with that, that'd be a conversation. But I'm cool with taking those extremes because again, I wanna treat my child like an individual, <laughs> like you a person. If this not working for you, that's cool. Like you don't gotta be here. <laughs> I can like you could be here sparingly if that's what you want. Okay, I yeah, and we both don't have children, so we don't yeah. have the special bond of seeing your DNA out in the world. Facts. So no clue how we'll feel then. What about you? Like, do you fi- do you feel like you're gonna be a gentle parent in general? Like you gonna yeah for sure. To I'm gonna be a gentle parent in general. Um, my, my punishments always will just come with accountability pieces i think just like what you were saying where is you have to sit with your thoughts or there i think you made a good point of there's always something that a individual is attached to so whatever that attachment is that would be the new form of punishment so taking games away or video games away from somebody that don't like to play video games is not a punishment. Taking, making somebody not go outside for somebody who sits inside all day long on an iPad is not going to be punishment. So you just got to find for that individual, what's a punishment for them? Somebody that doesn't like to do physical activity, you can do physical activity. Somebody who doesn't like to go to the grocery store and run errands, guess what? You my little assistant today. We going everywhere together. If you don't want to go everywhere together, you need to start following the rules and guidelines of this household until you're old enough to do them on your own so i agree with you i think it's methods but if those methods don't work then us me and my partner as a family got to come up with other ways to get you to understand that what we're doing we feel like is to protect you and it's because we love you and stuff like that so just gonna have to find a way through communication and if that don't work uh, we we gonna have to get to that line and figure it out then yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, there's a show I watch. It's called The Parent Test. And on The Parent Test, they have, like, maybe 12 families. I can't remember how many. I think I've seen this. Is this where 
it's a group of families and they sit around and they watch how a parent did a situation and they all respond and say, oh, yeah, I agree with that situation. Or I learned something from that situation. Or no, that is not the way to do it. They all give their opinions. Okay. I've seen one episode, literally one. All right. So the show, uh, he described it perfectly. Uh, there are different parenting styles. though. So they're like helicopter parents. Um, I have no. I, what's a helicopter parent? Uh, that's a parent that's like always hovering, mm. always around. Uh, they want micromanager. Basically, they don't leave their children often. We are your parent being here all the time is the most important thing. Uh, we're not leaving our children alone with nobody else. Okay. Um. So there's all these different parenting styles. There's like uh, like high high achievement parenting style, which is a parenting style that like uh, it's it's what it sounds like. Everything is about achieving high goals and continuously striving to be your best. Uh, you, you know, kids that like practice something every day. They work super, super hard at school. They all like everything is about achieving the highest thing. Then you got like natural parenting style where it's just like we kind of just let them fry free and do their thing. All these different types, traditional uh more religious based all this all these different parenting styles um so i've been watching that show and it's been really intriguing trying to understand like when how like who came up with all these parenting styles but also like which one is like most effective and i like i i think about when you ask that question about like you know if you're going to be a gentle parent how are you going to do certain things I never saw in any of those them using like physical force. They ain't gonna put that on TV. Why not? My opinion, they know backlash would come with that these days because of how sensitive people are to that in particular. Um, I've seen somebody post them threatening their kids that they was gonna whoop them in. All these comments rushing of. You just mentally tortured that child. You can. You don't have to scream at them. Let a kid be a kid. So if they put that stuff on TV, showing whippings and stuff, white people being a, a tizzy. A tizzy. <laughs> All right. So tell me, do you feel like you're gonna whoop your kids? And do you feel like it had a negative effect on you, or it traumatized you, or any of that? Uh, I'm gonna, this is assuming that you have you received spankings growing up. I received whoopings okay. growing whoopings. up. Um, however, I did not get many, just for context. Just I was a very follow-the-rules type of person, respected adults. Um, I, they, whoopings work, for sure. Whoopings work for majority of children. Now, even, even for, I ain't going to say for the quote-unquote bad kids, for kids that don't, do what you say sometimes and, and still are getting whoopings. I think it's not as many of those as it is of the people that whoopings work for. Because for the most part, when you are getting beat by a parent, it's usually by a parent that's frustrated with life themselves. They got whoopings. They feel like this is the only way that I can get you. Or this is not necessarily the only way, but the most effective, I think, is the word most people use. Right. So whoopings work. And again, I ain't trying to break this down. I ain't trying to preach. I ain't trying to go back to the slavery mentality of whoopings. But physical things, intimidation is a big motivator. It is a stress inducer. It is a big motivator to get you to do things. 
all day, every day. So am I going to use that? No, I don't think I want to use that tactic because I do believe that communication and showing a level of uh, disappointment can be, again, as we talk about intrinsic motivators, that can start working with your intrinsic motivation of, I want you to do this not only because you disappointed us as your family, but you're disappointing yourself. Like, are, how do you feel about yourself yeah. from doing these activities? If you feel fine with doing it, then that's a completely different conversation. We need to understand, you know, why you feel fine doing the things you're doing that can lead you down this life, potentially. So I'm going to try to, again, not use physical, uh, uh, I guess, whoopings. I'm going to try not to use whoopings. But if push comes to shove, I can't say that I may not give a whooping in some situation I, I i'm not going to completely abandon it but it would be far and few it would have to be a very special situation i think they would have had to do something physical as well and it might have to even be to me like it's it's a very emergency result for me because i think it's other methods that can work if not just as good then better to help them again with their their psyche because when you go out in the world that's i don't want them to think that it's okay for people to put their hands on them I would rather be teaching you about protecting yourself and using physical uh, acts and only times of need. But I don't want you to think if I mess something up, somebody going to whoop you. Like, that's a different kind of fear yeah. that you just get rooted in you. Yeah, I agree. Okay. What about you? Um, yeah, my goal is to not use any type of physical voice with my children. That's my goal. Um, for me, inflected for me. Um, or my partner Again I'm kind of on the same wave as you I cannot say that I'm abandoning that Totally Because a lot of it is dependent upon the kid Like I probably got I was similar to you I probably got four or five whoopings my whole life And it was just like They were all traumatic to me to Where I can like literally almost name them all off Like that's how I was like oh my god I hate whoopings It was a big deal for me and my mom didn't need to do it often yeah it was definitely intrinsic motivators when i disappointed my mom i cried probably more than a whooping like it affected me emotionally if i disappointed my mom that was a much better punishment for me because i i did not want to disappoint her so things like i feel like it depends on the kid and once you know your kid you know kind of what you got to do and what you don't got to do. But my goal is to not use physical force at all. But I also, uh, I used to hear this concept, and this is probably, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago when I was hearing this, that, like, boys needed their fathers to, like, pin them down to help them start to understand rejection and, like, what that feels like and how to handle, like, okay, because I, and I've, like, witnessed it <laughs> to a sense where if you ever take a little boy and, like, hold him down to where he can't get up. And, like, that that feeling of there's nothing I can do here and I have to be okay with where I'm at uh, is a place they have to kind of, like, come to in that interaction of, like, my father told me down. There's nothing I can do. I have to be at peace with this and be okay to not be able to do what I want. But I also, on the other hand, when I first saw that, I was like, is that traumatic? <laughs> like, is why that, is that needed? Just so or why is that recommended? Uh to let them know like to 
to be able to handle like rejection, to be able to handle uh, not controlling certain situations and things of that sort. Like being able to manage your emotions in a situation where it's like, I really don't want to be here. I'm upset, but how do I how do I handle myself? How do I come to grips with things? And so uh, I always felt like, dang, I, I imagine as effective as that can be, can that also be like something that traumatizes a person to a sense? Yeah. I mean. Which I don't know. Obviously. People going to have. You could be, quote unquote, the perfect parent. You could, as you said, lay out this plush lifestyle. We living good. If anything, it gives opportunity because you hear wealthy people talk about it all the time that the hardest part for them is coming from if they came from humble beginnings Mm -hmm. having children and trying to teach them about the humble beginnings without having to really put them in those same without cutting the lights off yeah without cutting the lights off (laughs) so you always gonna face that line because TV, real life, I'm sure you know people that have been well off and their kids are just like assholes. And when you come up and get to the end of it, the kids are really just, everything's rooted back to them trying to get some kind of affection from their parents. So maybe they are living this very well life or well off life, but their parents are never home because of it. Their parents are out working, gallivanting or working really hard to afford them that life, which could have a good mix of gallivanting into it or whatever. So they don't have as close of a relationship as they would like with their parents. They feel like their parents don't know them that well. They have a maid that's been taking care of them their whole life, who they close with and knows the truth. Them. Yeah. They parents, all, all their parents do is treat them like a shiny trophy that, hey, these two kids are my image, my political image, my family. So, so they may even be envious of someone who's less well off, way poor, but they stay in the house with their family all the time. Their family is playing games. Their family really knows each other. So people in general, just like whatever we say, somebody can take offense to. When you growing up as a child, you may never know the quote unquote trauma, the specific trauma that you put your child through. It could be siblings. It could be just so many things. So, and I'm not using that as a cop out, but to go all the way back to the point of you saying with the losing control thing, the first thing that came to my head is that you can still create that situation because it's so many other things where you have no control over. Like like you said, being in a place you don't want to do. We're going to the grocery store today. We go to the grocery store. You're going to school every day. It's still situations yeah, where sure. you're not going to be in control and you feel rejection. Taking a test, you always going to have them high pressure stakes of taking a test in school. Or, yeah, sure. So I think it's so many different... like. I like I love sports. So playing sports, uh, I told you about video games. Video game mm-hmm. losing in video games. You can find rejection in so many other ways yeah. other than just oh I can't Physical physically force. get yeah. my way out of this. True, true, true. So you always uh, bring up talking about like confidence in little girls. And oh, so yeah, I that's I want you to kind of hit on your perspective on what you plan to instill in your daughter. Uh, I think that's a it's just a a good my daughter. You just. Your future daughter. All boys over here. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure God is gonna bless you with a daughter. I think that's. You. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just spitting facts over here. <laughs> my daddy's daddy. All boys. My daddy. Three boys. My brother. Three boys. What you think gonna happen? You gonna have three girls. <laughs> what up? 
Let's get it. Instilling uh, confidence into my hypothetical future potential daughter. <laughs> I'm a very natural go with the flow type person. I've released trying to solve problems before they happen. I think I will have the answer when it comes. One thing I can do is just keep putting them in environments and opportunity to be confident. Confidence is something they will have to find on their own, but I will keep putting them in situations and giving them words of affirmation to let them know how you look and what you do is beautiful. Just keep reminding them. So one, words are very powerful. So the things you tell them, especially as they're young, and it's a it's a mix of that too, because some people say you can't be too confident. I disagree. I think overconfidence leads to that ego thing you start getting vain and so it's it's a good mix of being confident um humble grateful as well so but the biggest thing is trying to start them off i'd rather try and pull them back than have to push them forward if if i had to make a choice so i'd rather than be flirting with the overconfidence thing because i think it's easier to pull that back than it is of somebody who's not confident having to do all these things to try and get them up there so again opportunities for them to be confident putting them around other people that they are confident showing them some of my friends i got a lot of female friends having a lot of my female friends talk to them about being confident hopefully their mother is a very confident person that can help instill those things in them so i think it's going to go down to the environment and the words are the two big things and the programming that they watch when they are super yeah. young so because we would talk about like how boys just naturally have this unconscious comp competence almost of like doing stuff like i can just i'm gonna just try it i'm gonna just jump off the couch versus with little girls we kind of say like no no, no don't do well, that yeah it's the it's the system yeah it's the system it's the system it's not the right. child all yeah. children come out essentially blank, the same blank canvas, blank canvas yeah, the same sure. and they are just learning just like just like what you're saying, if you see boys running around wrestling and stuff, you just like, hey, they boys, let them do whatever they want to do. Uh-uh, right. little girl, you come back over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You two, you need to be dainty and soft. You need to sit over here and Ooh, just be. That's tough. Which is, it's fine to the individual because some girl wants to do that. She don't yeah. want to be over there anyway. She wants to be a cheerleader and be dainty and soft. And some girls want to get over there and tussle and wrestle. I was a tussle. Just a mix back. So whatever the child is, it, like you said, if I have three daughters, one could be super dainty super girly in the makeup all day and stuff one could be over there wrestling and playing and want to fish and stuff and and one could be a super introvert and want to do a little bit of both sometimes they get dressed up something do what you want as long as you're not harming yourself other people disrespecting people uh you being i care more about your personality traits than i do about uh Again, so it goes back. I care more about you feeling confidence, feeling respected, feeling loved, feeling open to share your thoughts and stuff than I do about, um, I guess, what the norm of society is or something. like. I will say the big thing, and this is probably my last thing on this, is the big thing that I feel like made a difference in my life from my parenting was just the love that was in it. So uh, my encouragement to anyone out there who maybe is just starting to become a parent or who has already started to journey parenting, or maybe you even haven't yet, is to aim to raise your child in love. Um, that makes a world of difference 
in their confidence and how they feel on a daily basis. What's that mean? Just for somebody who doesn't know, um, to raising me, them in love. Raising them from a place of you are loved here. Um, you are valued here. You have meaning to me as a parent, to your family as a person. We all love you. We all want good for you. To feel that energy as a child, to know that like, oh, all these people that I'm around, it's my family, it's in this household, they care about me. They want me to do good. They're only talking to me to put me in a place where I am successful and I can do well in life. And wherever I'm at, whether I'm five years old or 17, they all want what's good for me. Um, And that level of comfort and that feeling is like a blanket almost. It just makes you feel safe. And you're able to experience things in a totally different light than saying, and I'm not going to call this direct opposite, but when you're raised in a space where it's like survival, well, I have to do everything I have to do to save myself. I can't really trust anybody around me. I don't know the intentions of certain people around me. That environment leaves puts you on guard, and it, it makes growing up, I'm sure, a lot more difficult to where you are constantly on all the time, where you can't relax. You can't sit back and just take situations as they come. You got to be kind of proactive and aggressive to make sure that you're protecting yourself because you raised in that that space of survival so to me that's what what that is no that makes sense i just those those lines can definitely get blurred when you uh <laughs> you could be raising love and still getting whoopings and not understand because everybody had that i'm about to run away i hate you why are you doing <laughs> yeah. this to me yeah you said you love me you said you're doing this because you love me <laughs> for sure what? all right anything else you want to add man Nah, we're not parents, so you can do whatever you want. Do whatever you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. You <laughs> do can ignore all of this. Um, yeah, so that's our topic on parental relationships. More to come, I guess. TBD on if LG is right about three. We'll see. We'll let you know. It's been another Zen Trap Chat. I'm one of your two hosts, Yogi LG. Zen P. Can't do nothing else. Protect your peace. And protect your energy. It's the Zen Trap. Yep.